All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Gambit Podcast. I am SoloBase15, here with my good friend, Zareth. We are here to talk about all your swagger needs. Uh, Zareth, how are you in this fine, fine new year? Uh, I'm doing well, Solo. Um, I'm not playing for the Bills, so I'm good. <laughs> There's there <laughs> little, is that. Little dark uh, humor, I apologize. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I hope he's okay. Um yes yeah so they canceled the nfl game which they should have and they actually tried to make them play after five minutes um stupid nfl but they have not canceled the gac season so let's talk about gac and 3v3 and afra and set six and all the things we didn't talk about last week because christmas um so where do, where do you want to start? What what are you excited for tomorrow when GAC starts? Um, well, I mean, so we've talked about how the the meta shifts in uh, GAC, and honestly, I haven't really like felt it in my bones that much. Every time, like set one dusted, and it was kind of sad. Like, I kind of missed the Ray one. I know everyone hated it, but uh, you know, I kind of like the Ray one. It made her into someone. I'm, I'm like, this is kind of how she should be. Uh, and then right. and then set two went away and like the turn meter crons were gone and everyone rejoiced and I just didn't care that much um you know and set three it was sad because bam was was gone like we didn't get the we, didn't, we couldn't kill Lord Vader with with the bam cron anymore um set four going away though is it, it is mind-numbingly huge when you add in set six being added. Like it, it is such a crazy meta shift. Everything is different, and I mean, I, it, it's like new look GAC. It's almost like they did a rework on on GAC itself, even though they didn't do anything other than release a new Datacron set. Yeah, and my God, so I didn't do it. I should have done it. Um, but like the going away of set four and the coming of set six requires so many remods and i have just said for this week nope sorry i don't have time maybe next week because you know you don't need as much tenacity anymore you don't need like a decently modded tarkin anymore um you need to make sure certain characters are the lowest level uh that you can it's it is there was so much work that needed to be put in and yeah. I didn't do, I did some of it. I did do some. Um, I have not done a lot of it though. So we'll see how this season goes or this that's, week at least. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see how, how all of it goes actually. Um, I, I have some remodding to do as well. I think I've taken off two of my three accuracy arrows so far. Um Yeah. Which actually, the funny thing about accuracy arrows swapping out for these characters who like there are four characters who traditionally want to hit hard, right? Like they're <laughs> they're like my the offensive stalwarts of the team. That's why that's why you put accuracy on them so they can hit. Like the other characters, like you don't put one on Bosk because who cares if Bosk hits? I mean, the right. stun is nice and all that, but but like that that's not that's not his main purpose. And but you put it on Fennec because she she needs to hit hard or you're sunk. And uh, the so the funny thing about it is they all have offense arrows and other characters have claimed those offense arrows in the meantime. And I, I find myself like reluctant to give them up. <laughs> yeah, um, 
it's funny. I I didn't give anyone or or take away offense errors from anyone except for Fennec. Fennec was my only one mm. that I did that for. Um, and her offense arrow has been regifted back to her, which is nice. Um, and she <laughs> she um. No, the the accuracy arrow has now gone to JMK. We have always talked about how JMK <laughs> can use an accuracy yeah. arrow, and JMK now has said accuracy arrow, which Wonderful. I'm very happy about. <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I forget if it was on my alt or my main, but I just rolled a plus 28 speed accuracy arrow. At like, like just like randomly. I, I just, just out of nowhere. 28 plus 28 speed accuracy arrow and I'm, I'm like should I, I i toyed with that exact idea should i just throw yeah. it on kenobi because yeah i swear he misses that middle ability like his the oh yeah the, yeah the healing immunity one like he just he's just like yeah i think i'll miss this time for no reason again <laughs> he absolutely 100 does and so he he now has an accuracy arrow and actually snips wouldn't mind an accuracy arrow as well um she same team. She she wants it just just the same. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a whole mess. It's like why why are you missing? Just, <laughs> like the the stated reason is just because because we can. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, I was excited to give JMK because he he doesn't need he doesn't need to go first. In fact, in mirrors, I actually like when he goes second. So. I don't mind taking off, like, what? I think my accuracy error is 20 speed, so him losing 12 mm. speed isn't doesn't do all that much for me. Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing for me is uh, I like him to be, if I can, I like him to be faster than Jedi Master Luke, um, just because just because that, that if Luke can go first, then he can put... Not not that it even comes up that often, but it's nice to be able to to not have to worry about the AOE ability block, because that that can that that can just shut down that counter like that. In some some cases, you're just like, I, I'm just not even gonna I'm gonna find something else because I like <laughs> if he ability blocks <laughs> like two characters, then I I am just screwed, and there's a pretty high likelihood. So <laughs> yeah, um, I I mean I don't do I don't care about that as much but that's because I, I usually have jedi master luke on defense and jedi master kenobi on offense where you can kind of control the things uh i i absolutely get it if you're doing vice versa though and you oh, have really kenobi on defense um yeah yeah oh, oh yeah i'm a it's been a long time since I had to do that, except one time this last season in 5v5, I had to do that. I had to use, uh, I had to use my Kenobi to kill a Jedi Master Luke, and <laughs> and the Luke was faster by just like a couple speed, and <laughs> luckily, I, I just happened to have, I was like, oh, hey, I have this Dash Cron that, like, I, I've been using this other Dash Cron for him, right. um, so this other one, it randomly just had like 69 deflection on it. And uh, the 69 deflection was like, uh, okay, well, I have three cleanses on the Jedi Master Kenobi team. So as long as one of them doesn't get hit, which seems pretty likely with that level of deflection, then it's good. And then Jedi Master Luke swung and missed all five. 
<laughs> I was just That's, like, yes. <laughs> the one time, the one time, the entire set four that I abused the speed or do- or the dodge or uh, right, right. meta, like. No, no other time was I like. I really hope I'm just really counting on Dodge to save me, just just that one time, and it panned out. And I was like, <laughs> "This is what power feels like." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Uh, I, I actually I use Dodge on offense, Dodge or deflection, kind of frequently. I feel I like you, you went a little more on Dodge and deflection heavy. Like I I went for the accuracy stuff. I was like, I just don't want to have to deal with it. Right. Um yeah, and now it's gone. Thank praise be to Kickban, wherever he is, for saying the prayers to Crumb. Um it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> it is. And now we have a set that literally applies to every single team. As you as you start to develop your three v three defenses, if you've looked at all it applies to like every every single team you're gonna place down. It, it's almost to the point where set five is gonna be like other than the level nines or is gonna be the forgotten set. It's kind of it's kind of funny. Oh man, I mean, the, it's gonna be a catastrophe once this set dusts because I'll have I'll have to remod so much stuff to get it back to where it should be. Like, like I like you you were saying we're supposed to do. Uh, we're supposed to be doing all this remodding and i agree like i right know, um at least if you want to optimize some of this stuff and uh, yeah it's like armor uh, in 3v3 i have to find a way to get armor to be the weakest out of her and maul and candorous <laughs> and it's like how how do you do that because she's so thick and the way i have her modded it's like she's kind of fast uh, but yeah but I also made sure to put a bunch of, uh, you know, pr- I think protection or health, you know, like stuff that's going to keep her alive because I've had too many times where when she when she's with Thrawn and Sith Eternal trying to pass the turn from Thrawn to her and do all that stuff uh, against Kenobi. It's like sometimes she just randomly dies if she gets hit too hard. And so, uh, you know, you make her thick enough. OK, now she's not going to die. But uh, now, now I'm. It's like I have to de-thicken her. It's it's, it's tricky. Yeah, it, it's God. You have to play so many games. The other answer is you mod Candorous like like just a, a tank and give him no offense and no crit damage, and then it's like, well, what do you say you do here? Right. <laughs> You're modded for full protection now. <laughs> well, yeah, like I, I was talking to Blade um about like he, he was um, I think he was saying that he he made Jingo super thick. Yeah, uh, for for like a five v five counter uh, that he and and it's just so it's like why why are you so thick, Jingo? Like you're supposed to hit hard. Like you're supposed to be this paragon of damage. And and the answer is so he absorbs the stun from Kylo. Like that's the only only reason, only right. thing. Well, I mean, and that that's good because then he takes a turn eventually, and. Uh, you know, it goes or it goes away right away because he's got the taunt. But um, right, yeah, it's just so so strange. Uh, the 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 weird weird situations that we find ourselves in. Um, <laughs> it is, but I mean, I, it's fun too. Like I I like the idea of you know just being able to destroy things with with a mall team right now. Um, and Candorous yeah. is just gonna shred people. Honestly, it's I'm I'm very much looking forward to 
Candorous. Uh, but I have to find some way to get him six E mods as well. I, I don't know how to do that. So oh well, that's and HK like my HK has been modded like a potato. Like it's just like the worst offense set you can imagine. In theory, he was modded decently. Like he was modded correctly, but not modded well. Like it was an offense set, and it was an offense cross <laughs> and a crit damage triangle. But none of them were six E, and now HK for the next four months is going to be a shining star, and we're I had to give him all six E mods. Like that's that's been my past week giving giving HK six E mods, yeah. <laughs> distributing six E mods to the unworthy, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's just like, oh man, your mods are getting pulled off you so fast in four months. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's like I've always kept him decent. Actually, there was there was this one time that I I would have won a match if I had okay. So they placed Jedi Master Luke on defense, and um, I, I was convinced that this wouldn't work, and so I, I waited until the last minute. I'm like, okay, this is gonna be our last counter to Jedi Master Luke. Uh, we're gonna use Darth Revan, Basti, and HK. Uh, and <laughs> you know, this is before Datacrons or anything, right? And uh, so. So, you know, not, none of the other stuff was working. And so finally, I was like, all right, this is our last hurrah. We're going to do this. It may as well. Like, we've already lost, but okay. We jumped in, and they just took it to took him to town. Like, it, they just, they they completely de- destroyed him. And after that, I was like, but but HK came real close to dying a couple times. And his damage yeah. was just a little too less, like too little. So I got him up to Relic 5 and gave him some decent mods and... Uh, you know, he's he's just been sitting there waiting now, and I've never used him for that since. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, like, he's always been like, oh, I, I'm a potential counter, use me. I'm like, no, nah, man, I have way better things to do. <laughs> yeah, he, he literally sat on my bench for months and months and months. And now we get to figure out, well, next month, how to kill a Darth Revan team with HK on it. We're either Darth Revan or HK are the weakest <laughs> yeah so what we're all right uh, yeah two questions okay so where are you using hk right now uh, i have no clue at the moment i literally <laughs> have no clue. okay okay <laughs> um just flying by the fc to your pants here i mean yeah i think in fives there's going to be some really good uses for hk oh absolutely i i think he is very plug and play in that he it's not it's not going to need to be like a thematic team with him um right I, you know i i'm not going to place him with sorty because he is not going to stop wampa just isn't no matter no matter what people are going to want to think or do he's not he's not stopping wampa in the 3v3 um no i'm hoping ig88 will but yeah i i so i i'm too excited about new B1 IG88. Um well, I might switch to that if it's awesome. I hope it is. I have no clue. I have no clue. Um but I yeah, I don't know where I'm gonna use HK. He's gonna kind of be like TFP, where you know he ended up on a Radis team or he ends up on a, a Mon Mothma team. He's just gonna end up on a team and you're gonna have to sit there and think, well crap, I can't use my normal counter for this. And that's <laughs> that's that's all I'm looking to do. Um, yeah, 
I mean that that's the like I I'm I'm gonna be people are gonna hate life so much potentially I I mean maybe not who knows but it's like I'm, with my Malgus team I found I just randomly rolled uh one with five rolls on defense and they were all like pretty hefty rolls and so Malgus goes up to like eighty seven percent armor which is just sick at, at relic nine it's just disgusting um but then he also has the level three Kron that when a tank dies they revive. Like on the dark right. side team, and so it's just like, hey, good congratulations! Like you, you know, like there's a ton of strategies where you like, okay, you kill, you kill, uh, you know, the 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 ads, and then you kill, you have to kill Malgus, and usually it's like a timeout threat, but you finally get it. Um, at least for me, I'm always like on the very edge of my clock, and like that just doesn't work against him now because yeah. he'll just revive. He's like, what? You, you thought you could kill me? Right. Well, it's it's funny. I've seen um a lot of people it, same idea. I've seen a lot of people talking about JMK against Java and they're like, "Haha, we gave Cat the um Oh wait, no, no, no. And it's not Java against like Malgus or any of them and they're like, "Haha, we have the the tank revive." And then somebody just says, "He's a scoundrel and I have a no revive. Die." You know, it, it it's gonna be funny because the the tank revive may or may not come into play for a lot of teams because there's a ton of scoundrel no revives out there right now. Hmm. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh, well, I only have one, but uh, apparently there are a lot. Sure. <laughs> I can't. I can't roll that one. There's so there's a lot of rolls that. Uh, we'll have to talk about the weightedness of of level six and if it's fair or not. Uh, but one thing I wanted to ask you, I wanted to get this in early on in the episode, actually, so that people can, because uh, everywhere I go, people express shock on this, and I'm like, I've talked about it in my videos, and people express express criticism. Uh, so the, the the fact is, the level three where you gain the weakest character gains turn meter based on how many dark side characters there are in the squad uh, including light side characters gain that turn meter um how much skepticism have you met with, to, with that like when you tell people have they been like i don't believe you uh, i mean it's the same amount of skepticism i've gotten from people thinking that that the inquisitors still aren't good <laughs> <laughs> how's that for an answer <laughs> uh, i mean yeah <laughs> But like people, I'm like, okay, this is how it works. This has been tested. And people are like, that's not how it works. I'm like, it's been tested. They're like, that's right. not how it works. I'm like, go test it yourself, a-hole. Like, oh, and, and the best part is, if you read the ability, uh -huh. like all you have to do yeah. is read the ability. And it's a, it doesn't say dark side ally on it. It says just ally. And people are like, that's not how it's worded. And you're like, can you read? Like, right. <laughs> no, I mean. Am I looking at the wrong words here? Well, it, it's perfectly reasonable, in my opinion, for the first time you read it, or even the second sure. time, to, yeah. to just, you know, okay, well, it's only dark side, so it only applies to dark side things. So if it's a full squad of light side with one dark side in there, then that dark side guy is just by default the one. Right. Um. But for, just for those of you who don't know exactly what we're talking about, just to, just for a greater, to a greater elucidate the, the point, it's like, the reason I was saying, excuse me, the reason I was saying 
the armorer needs to be the weakest on my Maul and Candor's team is I need her to go first before like Rex, for instance, if I want to try countering uh, right. General Gre or General Skywalker, because she wants she's going to gain, she doesn't contribute to those 20%, 20% crons on level three or uh, points, but but Maul and Candorus do, and they give it to the weakest, which is going to be armorer, which is light side. Right. So and because the ability literally reads, because I pulled it up, uh -huh. at the start of the encounter, the weakest ally gains 20% turn meter for every dark side ally. It doesn't say the weakest dark side. It says the weakest ally. And then if you pull down the viewability mechanic, again, it's just ally, not, not the dark side ally for, you know, people actually want to read. Though, you know, reading's overrated. Well, yeah, I mean, so you get into a fight with people who are like, well, that's not what it actually says. CG's just bad at writing rules. And that's actually what I said first. At first, when yeah. I first learned it, I was like, okay, they're just bad at writing it. Because, frankly, they I are. mean, they are sometimes. Like, like yeah. the, I thought it was tremendously dumb in set four when Dash has a rule that explicitly said in it, this cannot trigger bonus turns on other characters. And, and then it did. It did. Like, explicitly <laughs> right. said... You can't do this, and then it could. And there's, there's, that's rules as written. They wrote it like that. Then they wrote the code different, and they never right. rectified it. That's annoying. That's dumb. That's frustrating. Whatever word you want to use for it. Yeah. Um. That being said, uh, the, the this actually is rules as written, as far as I can tell. Uh, <laughs> though I think it's also it it's also confusing because it is on a dark side cron, and I think there's an okay argument to say like. Why should this ever apply to someone who's not dark side? Right. Why should it help someone who's not dark side? Like, I, I think I'm okay with this. I just, this is almost like the first time they've actually, you've actually been able to say, oh, look, it is actually for real rule, rules as written. And be able to stand <laughs> on that and like, yes, right. I have the strength of, you know, like language use behind me. CG doesn't have that usually. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, well, yeah, that, that's mostly how it works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> with, with, with one key exception. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, it's And you know what? It, it actually shouldn't be that surprising, though, because CG have said since Jabba released, like, we want to focus more on the multifaceted teams. And this is their way of mm. Hondo getting a Datacron without... I mean, he got a Datacron to say. He literally got a level nine. But, like, this is how you pull Hondo in because you can't just have neutral only ones. <laughs> you know, it can't be like light side, dark side, neutral only. So they made it so that Hondo will want one of the level threes. Um, I like that. And so, I mean, it makes a lot of sense of how they're doing it. And it was surprising, light, like you, it was surprising to me when I first saw it. But then... But then I saw it and I was like, oh, that's how it works. Unlike other people that were like, that's not how this works. You're wrong. I'm not going to look it up. I'm not going to find any proof. But you, sir, are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it's just so funny to be met with this op opposition. I'm like, I mean, I've seen the testing. Like, if, if <laughs> I made a video to help you. So, <laughs> right. Like, if you don't, if this doesn't help you, if you're not going to let this help you, then... You know what? I'm glad. Like, keep thinking that, please. Like, right. enjoy, enjoy your results. Thank you. So, yeah. I, I, whatever. Like, 
I people people meet it I just keep getting so much resistance on it and people are like I never knew that that can't possibly rewrite and I'm like okay well I mean eventually eventually we'll all get used to it and we'll we'll move right along I mean it was really tough for me to accept like I really like the idea of having TIE fighter pilot with Lord Vader in in uh you know the set four stuff like TIE fighter pilot bonus turn and I think it would have been a decent I don't know if it would have been the best version but we never got to find out because it turned out that dash just <laughs> he didn't even need a gl it was like he could four man of like a beastly lord <laughs> vader team with tie fighter right. pilot. yeah yeah that that was that was fun it's like dash barris plus one and and it has a, an auto taunting tank so like l3 and they're just like oh look your lv team disappeared that's weird and what's sad is I never got to use it. Never got to use it. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think I used uh, we used it in Territory Wars once. Yeah, I think I think I, I was like, oh, hey, I know a solution to this, and we just like steamrolled the whole zone with dash. Is funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of, how glad are you to see most of the bonus turns gone? We still have we still have the effort bonus turn to deal with, but that is at least she takes a bonus turn when her teammates take a turn. So at least it's not, you know, the the fighting bonus turns. Uh, I mean, uh, so I I liked the dash cron well enough, like it was kind of fun, but man, it was so wearing mentally, especially after. At some point, someone sent out a memo that said, you have to put Dash with Ray. And then that's all I ever faced, ever. And there's no variation. And that, that got very old. So I'm glad it's gone, frankly. It, it well, was, that was stressful. Yeah. That is... So having the sets for four months are nice. At the same time, by the end of the fourth month, you figured out the best teams. Like There really wasn't much theory crafting based on the set four datacrons last month it was yeah we've been facing these teams for three months now we know what the best is here's ray with dash like go have fun so i i imagine that's going to be true with this set with set six when we get three months from now we're going to start that that last gac and we're going to be like oh damn it it's all the best teams again <laughs> yeah yeah. Um. Well, so I I was thinking about the the bonus turn thing, and I, I'm actually fairly interested in the idea of a dash lead team with Han and Chewie. Uh, at least in threes, I, I can't I can't roll that cron either though. The level six, uh, the one where yeah, on on your basic, if you take if, or on your own on your character's own turn, if you use a basic, then you immediately get a bonus turn, and you can go again. Um. I, I would love to see what a dash team with that cron can do, actually. Right. Like, just be able to... Um, <laughs> I mean, it's it's just so gross to think of of them. Um, you know, just, just like Han goes, and then Han goes again. And then, <laughs> you know, and then Chewie can go, and Chewie goes again. And Dash, like, does his basic, which is three hits, and it calls everyone else to assist. And right. Then, and then he call and then he does a big AOE. Like it's just like the chain of attacks that you can get. And you're just you're so fast because Dash is making them faster and all this stuff. Like it it almost feels like you you know, you just get shot off the board. It feels like uh 
Yeah, absolutely. It seems, seems really fun. Yeah. Um, and that one, I haven't tried for that yet. I am 100% going to try for that. Um, I, there's just so many to get this set that I just haven't. I just haven't gotten it yet. Um, because, you know, you need every single other character. Oof. Yeah. Um, I did... I did get all of my nines, though, at least. Except for, I don't have Imperial Probe Droid. I don't have the time or energy to get Imperial Probe Droid to R7 mm. uh, this week or next week. So, IPD just might wait until the next Conquest, quite frankly. Because uh, there's, I just, I can't, I can't. Uh, it, it was nice because I burnt through, you know, I got back 60 million data cache from set four, um, which was a big pain in the ass, um, huge pain in the ass to try and not lose any. I actually, I ended up only losing like 12 million data cache in the dusting. And so I was, I was able to get six or seven level nines almost immediately. It was, it was amazing. Um, And now to get to a level nine, it's going to take me like three days of farming the sector one node. So I'm done. I'm done until next set. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. yeah. Um, I will say one thing I'm really happy for this set is thanks to light side scoundrels, all of those bad level three rolls, you can bring them to six to try and get a scoundrel crown. You don't have to worry about like the perfect level three. So like you roll a you roll a cron up to level three, and it's like, ah, oh, this sucks. I'm not. I'm never going to use this. And they're like, oh, well, this is the one I can take to level six for my scoundrel cron. And then you just take it up to level six. You reroll for a scoundrel, mm-hmm. and the level three forever sucks. And you roll up the next one to level three to try and make it your your uh, dark side cron. Right. I mean, there's there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good efficiency with this set too, for sure. Um, gosh, I can't believe how many crons I already have. Like this one, I've this one I've put my full focus on trying to get crons for, though. Yeah, because there, there's just so much. I mean, I I don't know. So if if there's one that you could advise, how about two? Actually, if there's two specific crons you would advise people to get right now, if you, if, if if there's like a quote unquote must have data cron. Uh, what would you say people's priorities should be? Uh, 100% would be Grand Inquisitor. That's absolutely A1, number one. If you have Afra or you're going to get Afra in the next three months, she's got to be number two. Um, for the majority of people that aren't going to have Afra in the next three months. Um, they might. Sana's going to be farmable pretty soon i think yeah it depends what node she goes on and i mean cg is not going to come back this week like if you look at the history they come back next week with an update right um right right but so yeah so i would say candorous it's it's got it's going to be grand inquisitor and afra if you don't have afra or aren't going to get afra then it's going to be grand inquisitor and candorous Right. I, I think you're right. Um, I think those are those are awesome. Um, what I think the one other one that you really want to focus on getting if you can as well, um, especially if you're in a 
a place that you're facing Java and you don't want to get super creative with your uh, counters, which sometimes the, the, the simple ones, the easiest is trying to get a scoundrel one uh, with no revive on it to give to your Kenobi team. Just yeah. because Cat can auto kill Chrysanthemum and he won't come back. Yeah, absolutely. That's that is like a subset one. It may not be the top two, but um, a subset subset one. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's going to be super helpful to have that. Um, my alt really that like that's my next priority now that I have the Candorous one. Yeah. Or no, I don't have the Candorous one. I need the Candorous one. And I'm I'm like okay well the the one that I eventually get for can't like I'll, I'll I'll go one way or the other if I can roll the no revive one then I don't even care if it's can't you know if it's cantorous I'll just work on that one afterward but um right but yeah like that's that's uh Grand Inquisitor one though it, it's so dirty man it, it's so gross and honestly the uh, the L six one what that gives them all extra potency and dispels all the debuff or all the buffs. It like it's rare because I haven't been able to roll it yet on my main on my alt. I rolled it the first try, of course. But um, if you can get those two, that's it's such a crazy combo. Though I think the ability block one is also really strong with inquisitors, inquisitors as well. Um, yeah, it could be. I you know the the problem, the good thing with this set is how much flexibility there is. The bad thing with this set is how much flexibility there is. What you want with Grand Inquisitor to fight Jabba is not the same thing you want with Grand Inquisitor to fight Kenobi or, you know, any other team out there. Uh, I, I've seen more than a few times people are today be like, haha, these fools think that the potency uh, level six is awful. And I'm like, that's because you're looking at beating Jabba and not looking at beating every other team on the board. Um which becomes a problem because, you know, in unless you're in the top 50 and your guy has 40 of the level nines, like you're just not going to have the right Gron in every single situation. Um, and sometimes you'll have the right level nine, but you're not going to have the right level six or three for every situation because one Kron beats this team while the other Kron beats that team. And then you need this to beat that team. And, and so it's going to get really freaking annoying looking at the swgoh.gg stats because it's going to be cron dependent for the next four months across the board well yeah it's like uh, you're gonna see kenobi gets x percentage against java and it'll be good anyways because in threes especially kenobi's pretty strong right. against java um, right but that number is going to be skewed one direction or another based on if people have the auto kill chrysanthemum button uh, right. Like that, it's just going to be skewed because you get you can still lose that fight actually if if you don't have the auto kill Chrysanthemum. If you do have the thing, I, I don't see unless you're grossly out uh, geared like out relicked. I I don't see how K Kenobi loses that fight honestly. If you could just Chrysanthemum's just removed from play, he's just like no, not not a thing anymore. Uh, go ahead and kill, have free access to Boosh. You know, yeah. like it's <laughs> it's it's a real easy fight. Um, if I, you can make that happen. Right. And it's funny. It's Arena. Nobody cares about Arena. But, man, I sat on one for 36 straight hours when I put my Jabba team in after Lord Vader died. It was the greatest thing ever. Because all the people were like, yeah, 
let's let's put JMK with gas back on this team. Um, mm. And they've started climbing again with JMK gas because there's, at least in their mind for the first couple of days, there was no dominant uh, GL in arena again. And then all the Javas came out. And um, here's a hint. Gas is not the best fit if you're trying to kill Java. Um, actually, Padme, Padme is legitimately better because of all the assists. But all the people in arena pull out their gas. So uh, there, there are ways to mess up JMK versus Java. There's there's definitely ways. Please don't use General Skywalker in GAC with with Kenobi guys. Please don't. Well, if your opponent do that way, you lose two teams. Uh, that's yeah. I, I take it back. <laughs> I... Um, <laughs> unless they're my opponent, then they can right. <laughs> they can do awesome stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's. Uh, I'm. I'm fairly excited to see how this how this all pull, you know goes goes in um comes out whatever I'm I'm also pausing my Java farm on my alt for a little bit and getting a bunch of set six stuff ready because because that's what my alt does I, I just uh I go from from datacron set to datacron set and I, I didn't really have to do anything special for set five set five was just like ooh stats oh yes yes please I'll take stats. But that's not my main focus. Like my main focus is making is mechanics that help me beat Galactic Legends, and I think that there are a couple really powerful ones for this uh, this set to be able to to give me a boost. Because you know I've talked to if people have listened to this podcast and you know for any number of time, any amount of time, you know that that's the whole like I use I use two Galactic Legends to beat people with six or seven. Um, yeah. So, but, but man. It's so frustrating. Like I see people who I started about the same time with that on Java, and they're like, "I'm almost done." I'm like, "Oh, I started working on armor, so I'm derailed." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yep. just made myself sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that I've seen. I have seen a lot of people uh, ask, "Is it better to go after this person or chase the crons?" and for a couple of these crons, I legitimately think it's better to chase the cron. Like, Candorous, oh. if you have Maul, you know, if your roster is big enough that you have Maul and Mandalorians, like, he's going to kill multiple GLs. It's not like a mod him correctly and have a, an R9 and an, an R8 Candorous and can kill a GL. Like, he kills every GL. Yeah, it, it's pretty crazy. Like I, I haven't learned all the techs yet. Uh, but I mean, I'm, I have my Candorous. I have a relic. I have a relic nine mall now. But my alt, especially, I'm like, I don't even. He doesn't even have Lord Vader to like, to to just spurn. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, yeah. Like he, he doesn't. <laughs> uh, on my main, I have to give some thought. I'm like, you know, Lord Vader probably would prefer to have mall at the very least. Like you have to give some thought to it. But my alt, I'm just like, yeah. We have malls available. Like, let's go. Let's go slay some things. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm. I'm all in, man. I'm excited. Um, I think the cron I'm most excited to use. Well, I mean, some of them are just going to be so fun and powerful. You know, like the Afro one because I have Afro, even though she's only, yeah. you know, like she's bare bones, like Relic Seven. The murder bots are Relic Five, not good mods, etc. Um, 
uh, you know, like some of them are going to be super fun. I think the one I'm most looking forward to though is Hondo's Omicron or data. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I am looking forward to Hondo as well. That, that one hopefully is exciting. Um, Hopefully. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so you you have Hondo and he's like he's uh, can you use him? Is he usable? What's his what's his oh, status yeah. for you? My my Hondos are seven now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I have I have Hondo and I'm uh, he he is going to be getting used. Nice. Yeah. Um yeah. mine too. Uh, I'm I'm excited. I, I think so. I just I committed to my guild. I was gonna get CLS up to Relic Nine, and I still am. Yeah. Um, so I got to hit. I got, so I got CLS up to eight because I was like, I I can't do the rushing thing from getting him to seven to nine in like the last like couple days. Like I, that's gonna cost too much money potentially. You know, if I've committed, yeah, I feel bad not to do it. So I, I put him up to eight just so that I'm like, okay, I'm only one relic step away. Even though that's a pretty big leap, eight to nine kind of sucks, but um. You know, and then I was going to just put CLS like I, I messaged you today. I was like, I can't decide whether it's going to be if I should just get CLS to level to Relic 9 before lock or if I should do uh, if I should get Hondo up to Relic 8. Um, you know, those are the two choices. And then as soon as I said that, both of us said Hondo, like we both <laughs> right. typed it at the same time because like once I saw it, I was like, of course, I want Hondo up to eight. That, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my Hondo will likely go eight ne- by next week. So I need to finish HK, which is going to be tight finishing in before. I think I need uh like ten or ten to twelve of the blue signal data, which you know, you know that has the worst drop rate. So <laughs> I'm praying, praying it goes well tomorrow, uh, to get to get said signal data. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I'll tell you what, the thing that I've spent the most crystals on by far recently, um, you know, uh, so some of them, half the crystals are probably honestly just the um, credit packs or the, sorry, the, there's not credits, the cash packs. um, Right. Just to, uh, I mean, and that's, I've never wanted to do that, honestly, but I've, I've bought more of those things this time than any other time I never <laughs> said before. So, you know, CG hooked me at least. Um, but otherwise, the other thing I've been spending the most crystals on has been by far just the, the 1500 crystal pack to buy the, the flawed signal data. Yeah. Like yeah. that in the in the weekly store like there's been times that i'm like oh my gosh i'm out like i i can't even buy it from the weekly store like it's just gone <laughs> <laughs> right right yeah i um man i i need so much signal data that that's what and we've said it before we said it all friday night on the round table and cg designed a datacron set that was brilliant for them and exciting for us at the same time where all these characters like are going to be so fun to play with but at the same time not many people had them r7 so it's like well done well done cg bravo you you win this time oh yeah i mean you you were talking about ipd and i rolled the ipd one and i'm like i even have a relic 3 ipd like he's not he's not that far away 
for being able to you know have me use him but yeah i'm just so strapped like i if i use ipd it'll be in uh it'll be in probably 5v5 like i, I bet that it's gonna be that long because i have so much yeah. like right now to get ipd up to seven well, i don't know like i'll see i'll see of course like I, I may change my mind that's that's just good sense but right uh, that's just good business uh, as Honda <laughs> would say uh, but i i also think that uh like i i don't know like i have afra i have i have afra earlier than like most people right like i i yeah. have her she's um and she's great you know, in some things and i just i'm like how many people that have her this early have her at such bare bones relic levels like at seven so i can use her crond <laughs> and then five for both of the droids like it's almost like I bet I would venture to say that I have the worst Afra out there right now, like the worst unlocked Afra. That that's probably too much to say, but like she she's not she's not anywhere close to what you'd like hope Afra would be, and so I'm not going to give her a fair evaluation the first couple of weeks for sure because right that whole team would love Relic Eight on all three of them, frankly. Uh, and yes. Most of the and most of the people yeah. who have her this early would have her at relicate <laughs> already <laughs> uh by by the time we get to next 5v5 you will want her at relicate like that entire at least those three the big three on that team it's like you're gonna want them at relicate I think so, man. I mean, they do they do some crazy damage. I also I'm gonna use this as an opportunity to get my IG88 to at least relic eight. Yeah, I uh, I eventually. Uh, well, we'll see. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm, I my IG88's been relic seven for Lord knows how long already, which is Same. the nice part of it. I know. I rolled it. I was like, I can use this immediately. <laughs> right. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, looking at my Hondo Cron right now, I I could still I'll, like I didn't reroll anything yet. It's just still in the twenties. Oh, uh, that's nice. I mean, it's that's... a hodgepodge of stuff, but but yeah, it's nice that yeah I could just choose to reroll whatever. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I am my Hondo my Hondo one actually came out really well. I am excited to use that one. Uh. It it took, and it didn't take a lot of rolls. I'm not on zero. I'm not on zero. None of my level nines are on zero because if I get the level nine, the three six nine I want, I'll just re-roll any stats, you know. Um, but I did I did well for him. I am I am excited for his. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mio Baka says he's working on Relic Nine Eth Koth. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, the things you do for love, uh, aka <laughs> territory battles. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Well, that's... the thing that thing that sucks about it is he can't even see how Ethkoth operates at the highest level because he has to just platoon it. Like he doesn't even get to use. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that is by far the worst part. Like you get this relic nine, and then it's like, okay, here's the platoon. Sorry. Right. <laughs> Well, uh, so like Kit Fisto isn't required for later platoons, uh, apparently. Yeah. So, so it's just like, uh, you know, the territory battle. He is the mission, and it's like it's it's day one, and a lot of bigger guilds just don't even care about that that mission because you can get all the points regardless. But, right. 
It's like if you do venture into getting this awful Kit Fisto team up to Relic 5, it's like, well, you may as well <laughs> get him up a few more Relic levels just for platoons for uh, for later <laughs> missions. Just because you can. <laughs> right. But but uh, not so much. Like he, He's no longer useful. Like ju- Just like his past versions, he's no longer useful after a certain point. Like, <laughs> right. He's just not... He's as he's as uh, unuseful as possible. <laughs> Kit Fisto doing exactly what you expect him to do. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait to see, you know, some of the like just random super level characters in GAC, like on the B team. And it's like, well, I have this R nine Kit Fisto, so here you go. He's going, he's going on a team that. He won't do anything on, but I have him at R nine. Damn it! So here he goes. I mean that it's it's so similar to honestly, like it's reminiscent of people just throwing in like putting a Rolo and uh, Captain Han Solo Cholo, um, right, and, and like all the different characters, like the they're the bitterness squads is what I've always called. Like they're they're bitter that they had to put relics on these characters that they don't find useful, and yeah. You know, it's the same principle. Like I, you know, like you should at least get a T-shirt for that. Like I, <laughs> I relic nine my Ewok Scout, and all I got was this was this lousy T-shirt. <laughs> you know. Oh man, that would be that would be a fantastic T-shirt. <laughs> I know, I know. I sh- I should do that. That that's could be a new avenue of revenue for me. <laughs> a new a new stream of revenue should be great. <laughs> Well, I mean, hey, it could be. Everyone's going to have to do it. Uh, right. Right. Um, I, I'm going to be getting to, I, I guess, CLS up to Relic 9 for that. Um, but CLS is so useful. Anyways, like, honestly, like, in, in like, the really long, super long-term vision of, of this game, like, everyone should aspire to eventually have a Relic 9 CLS. Oh. Uh, a very very long time away. Yes. Right. Right. I'm not, I'm not saying like any time in the next like two or three years or whatever. But but like right. because his stats are shared with his team. Like putting relic nine on that on him, it's not it's not wonderful. But yeah, it, it does boost the team. Like it's actually a useful relic nine. Like I'm gonna be using him anyways, as opposed right. to so I'm you know I got lucky in that sense. Like there was. People had already taken the truly worthless relic nines. Um, <laughs> Darn. So, well, I, I I was going to take one. I was gonna just be like, fine, let's do it. Like, so I, I picked Zalbar because he yeah. was he was on the list, and then CLS came open, and I was like, you know, Zalbars would actually be really useful anyways, but I'll, I'll take the relic nine one instead. So yeah, you know, so Zalbar I was actually gonna use with Hondo. In fact, I think Zalbar and Hondo go really well together since Hondo cleanses him. Yeah. Yeah, that that would be a good mix. Because I know last 3v3 was Old Ben with Hondo, but that was because of evasion. So this 3v3, we should see something different. I don't know what it's going to be, um, but we should see, you know, venturing out, if you will. Have you picked uh, Relic 9 yet? No. And... Our guild's not asking us to, so I'm not going to volunteer it. Oh, that's fair. If you're not, you know, if you're taking, uh, I I don't know if we're for being like overly. I know that my alt guild is actually like some people are getting like mad that we can't choose the relic eight stuff. Like people really want to, you know, like get into it, and 
uh, you know, like we have we have things all the way up to Relic Seven uh, chosen, yeah. and, and I think they're going to start putting up volunteers for Relic Eight. But it gets so overwhelming. I think I think it's wise to just kind of I don't know piece by piece. Like if you don't need to get Relic Eight stuff in there, or like in this case, you know, Husky Patrol, we're doing nines already. I don't mind. Yeah. Like, we're, it's a it's a kind of, it's a semi whale guild, anyways. Hot ski patrol. Like, we we we're expected to do crazy things like that. But, um, you know, I I, I don't yeah. blame people for just like taking it easy and just letting the territory battle come to them, kind of thing. Yeah, I I mean, right now the difference between thirty five stars and thirty six stars is so minimal that it's not it's honestly not worth an R nine. You know, in the future, when you can go from 35 to 38, like, maybe it is worth the R9. I just, I don't see, like, one one star is not going to make much difference. Especially since you can't do mm -hmm. any combat on those days. Like, you can't do any combat. It's literally just fill the platoon and there you go. Right. Oh, yeah, I mean... You're right. It's it's fun to fun to kind of plan around it. The the thing the thing that I think is long term a headache is like not not that I plan on leaving Hosky Patrol anytime soon at all. But if yeah. if I were to just quit after I have a Relic Nine Commander Luke, like if I quit like right before Territory Wars or sorry Territory Battles, like my guild has to somehow fabricate a Relic Nine. Uh, like <laughs> I mean, it, it's even worse though. Like CLS, at least. Right. Like, well, maybe someone will have that. Who knows? Someone, someone eccentric, or maybe you could find someone who has it. Uh, but but like if Meow Baka left, for instance, uh, to use his ETH Koth example, like no one's gonna have Relic Nine ETH Koth. Like right. You know, if someone leaves your guild, you're like, please don't leave. We we need <laughs> we need your ETH. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that might be the first time that sentence has ever been spoken <laughs> oh man that's that's legit and how many times will you get the um you know oh he hasn't hit tickets in three weeks and he just disappears at this time man but he's got three three r9s right oh i, I mean yeah. Yeah, like we have, we have um Orig is in our guild now actually. Yeah. Um Oh, is he's, he? Yeah, and he I mean he's always been a solid guy regardless. Right. Um ha yeah. happy to have him. Um but, but man, he's like he's been he's been platoon crazy. He's, he's like, "Oh, sure, I'll do, I'll get Krennic." I'm like, "You you beautiful madman." Like, "Thank you." <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, like jumping on the Krennic grenade. That's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> Oh man, Krennic will be good one day. Um, man, no, his no. Omicron, his Omicron is so disappointing. Like it's almost, it's like, it. You know what it is? It's his quote. We we were this close to greatness, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, but but everyone wants the characters that he would work with, and they do better jobs with them. And it's uh, so sad. Yeah, he he really, he really fell. Fell to the wayside. <laughs> Man, I, I came so close to just pulling the trigger on the Omicron for him, and I'm really glad I didn't. <laughs> oh, man, that's, yeah. Well, because remember, there were videos coming out, and he did. He legitimately did stuff. He actually, for 3v3, the Omicron's not that bad. But the 5v5 is just like, yeah, sorry, son, you're not, you're not getting used. <laughs>
Right. It, it's a little bit sad. Yeah. Um, um right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. That's funny. We we switched from set six to to territory battles just like that. But um Well, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do, unfortunately. How has your guild done in territory battles so far? Uh good. I I mean the first so the first time we kind of took a conservative approach. Um and then this past time I think we got thirty-five. So and we got forty-eight on Riva, so that 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 was the focus. Mm, I think we could have yes. actually gotten more stars if we left the Riva mission because we stayed two days in the Riva mission territory. So I think we yeah. could have gotten more stars, but we're prioritizing Riva, which I'm not complaining about. Hundred hundred percent, yeah. Like a, going a more aggressive route might get you more stars, but. Like then, then you get into a territory of like, well, especially during the holiday, which is what this was. Right. Uh, like, it, it gets hard for for availability. Like, the, if I had, you know, like the Riva mission, you you basically just have to, if you're gonna stream, uh, and and you probably want people to be streaming at least the first couple times, then, uh, you know, you want to uh, you want to increase availability, especially because it's not a day and a half anymore. Like Cam was, it's one day, twenty four hours. Um, yeah, nice to increase it to forty eight if you can. Uh, yeah, uh, yes, um, and because so to keep pace with all the top guilds, um, in unlocking Riva as soon as possible, you have to average forty four shards per per territory battle. Um, so the 48 that, or we had to, um, the 48 that we got gave us a cushion of four this time, which is nice. And we mostly did not streaming on it. I mean, once you figure out the modding, it's, there is just the job was done. That's the potential F you. <laughs> the RNG but, factor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but and even I like my on my run this past time, I got my seventh sister stunned. And if like all the stuns to get, you don't want seventh sister. And I still was able to pull it out. So it's it is a lot more forgiving than Cam, thankfully. For now. We'll see when CG comes back because apparently Java Scavenger is missing the right tag, which is why the detonators aren't applying. Now what we don't know is, was that intentional by CG, or was that CG being CG and coding like they do? Um, so hopefully, hopefully they do not fix this for three months. Yeah, that way I can unlock Riva in three months and, um, yeah, get get them while you can. Yeah. So did yeah. you guys stream all of your attacks? No. No. no? Okay. No. Uh, I I uh, will say. I did it. I did it on my on my stream, so it's different. It's not streaming right. it. Um, but I actually, man, I just, I just like button mashed at the exact wrong time. I, I was, it was yeah. like so mortifying. I did it in front of everyone, but you know, <laughs> what? Like, I'm never gonna make the mistake again because I, um, yeah, like I, I did my AOE on Grand Inquisitor a turn earlier than I should. Oh yeah, yep. And and that that just like doomed me but i mean but the, i think that the thing that i will say like so you're you're in a guild full of like really good players who can follow directions um uh, for the most part and 
Uh, I guess the thing is, um, yeah, so, uh, so I, I would say if people, if you have it available as a resource to stream with your guild, I would recommend doing that because there's actually a method to claw your way back out of that particular thing. Like if you right. can get someone to, uh, to six decks of purge and, yeah. uh, you know, like you can claw your way out of it, but you know, and and my some of my guildmates were actually there telling me how I could fix it. And yeah. but I, I was like so flustered by it. I, I just didn't hardly read what they were doing. And so I just kept button mashing and making the problem worse. And it was fixable. Like even though I shouldn't have done that, it was actually even fixable at that point. Right. And if I had been in a stream with people who were able to just be like, okay, calm down, just push the buttons we tell you, don't even think, just push the buttons we tell you. Yeah, it wouldn't have been an issue. And so I, I will say that in general, if you have the opportunity to uh, to stream with someone, have someone give you kind of a walkthrough, someone who knows what's going on, yeah. at least for the first few times, take that as a resource and just go with it. It doesn't mean that you're bad at the game. It just means that you want your guild to have Reva shards. That's all. Right. Uh, yeah, nobody. I mean, nobody judged streaming cam. In fact, it was required by most guilds. Um so streaming Reva should be encouraged. I mean, we don't we haven't done it, but our guild also runs the the TB server, the the return of the Empire TB server. So we've <laughs> we we're basically the first ones to get the information as soon as it comes out, which also helps. Um, you know, every moderator on that on that server is one of our TB or TW officers, which helps things along just a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's um, I actually used your guys's modding guide. I thought I, I yeah. used it for I've used it for my alt as well, and uh, my alt, my alt, I got it on on my own, so easy. After I had right. failed on my <laughs> on my main, I was just like, these are worse mods, but I mean, yeah, it, it's so easy to do that mission if you know how yeah. to do it. It's just. Right. If you don't know how you do it, like you, you can just find yourself in deep water real quick. Yeah, and, and so if you use the R modding, R modding is hardcore overkill. Like we'll tell anyone, it is hardcore overkill, which also helps uh, a little bit as well to let you survive because it's only the second time people have done it. Like uh, obviously, you're not going to be extremely familiar with the mission with it having only done it twice um or actually you had only done it once prior to that and prior to that we were modding everything for tenacity because we thought that could help stop the stun until sig was able to do the data mine and find out that java had 117 percent potency and you're just you you can't mod enough to stop the stun it's it's gonna happen or it's not so uh, we even everybody changed up all their mods this time so i'd say in a month from now people should should have the hang of it uh, yeah i i mean i i think that you know i'll definitely try to stream it on my main next time just to make up for you know uh, cuz i i was i'm like man don't guys stream make sure you're streaming and then i i did it on on my stream and i was like okay right. I, you know I, I actually watched a bunch of streams before that and I, I was like okay i know how to do this yeah and you know the then i just had that one you know just just mind blinking moment 
<laughs> and you know, and after that, it was it was over. So you know, I yep. I'll set a, I'll try to set a good example next time and actually actually for real stream it. But I think I think as you say, like in a couple months, most people will just have it down. Yeah, yeah, it it will. I mean, like at this point, I can do the cam mission like that. You know, blindfolded. Um, I in fact. I had to once run a cam mission blindfolded because his screen wouldn't show. So I had to have the guy explain step by step everything that happened in the game. And I got him a cam shard. So I, I probably could do the cam mission blindfolded. And we'll get there with Reva as well, especially doing it twice a month. So it's it doesn't fall out of your head as much. Right. Well, that, yeah, that's... um. That, that's also good. I mean, <laughs> being able to do it every two weeks is is a vast improvement. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I keep wondering at some point if they're going to start alternating, like they'll just have another node that's available every other week or every other territory battle, just the way, yeah. just the way, you know, like what you can only do one unlock mission per month for each individual character for Light Side and Dark Side. I'm wondering right. if they try to emulate that kind of thing at some point. Yeah, I, that, man, there's so much that they can do with this territory battle, with how they have it laid out and everything. Um, I'm curious to see what they do. They're not going to do anything, at least for six months. So get your, get your Reva shards now, just in case. 100%. I, I agree. Um, yeah, just um, get good. That's all. <laughs> get, get good indeed. <laughs> Uh, uh, unlike me <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no that's all right let's let's pull it back now pull it back from tb we've all we've spent so much time talking about tb over the last three weeks and rightfully so i think um especially with how reva is going to impact gac because good lord she's going to impact gac so, uh, i most don't want her honest like i almost don't want people to have her like, i don't it's want gonna... other people to have her yeah <laughs> oh yeah like uh you, you said you got 48 we got 42 in husky patrol uh we'll unlock around the same time is my guess yeah um and then, and then we'll have a few matches so i'll have, probably have a few matches where it's just me versus people with reva and i'll, I'll be like oh i only have grand inquisitor that's lame <laughs> right yeah for uh, so if you're if you I, I forget, how many did you get the first time? Because that's really what determines it. Like, how many do you have now, I should say? How many, oh, how many Reva? Uh, like, I think we only got like 16 the first time or something like that. Okay. It wasn't many. Yeah. You know, it's like because we didn't have Grand Inquisitor available yet. Right. Like, right. What, did, what did you guys get? I, 71 minus 48. <laughs> that's because i'm at 71 right now and we got 48 this time you're at 71 so okay that? yeah i'm so at 23 we got 23 last time right the, the first one it's like you can't really control that you know right yeah yeah we because i think we went 23 for 25 because we had 25 grand inquisitors in the guild um so the the horror stories that we've heard I, I've heard a couple of them of people that were 
uh, you know, sandbagging the Reva mission like we were, and they preloaded too early, and then somebody did the Reva mission, pushed them over, and they missed out on like 16 attempts of Reva. No. Like... <laughs> oh, that's that's so harsh. Uh, which actually was Aldo in our chat. That was his guild did that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but his isn't the only guild. I've heard that from a couple people. Where and that's the problem because it's been so long since we've had to do the you know we're sandbagging uh, missions type of thing. Because you know everybody did that in in when Geo came right. out. You had to, um, and I'm sure people were still doing it you know, as their GP mm -hmm. uh, of the guilds grew. But man, it, it's bringing people back that are used to just like auto getting to three stars in a zone. And now right. they have to remember to sandbag it. And it's like, uh, don't go, don't go over, don't go over, please. Don't, uh, damn it. Oh yeah. I mean, at least, at least my fail with Riva was one shard. Like the, the yeah. person's fail was 16 shards. Right. Yeah, um, That's... That's how, that's really rough. And I don't even mean to, I'm sure he feels terrible about it. So I, I don't mean to rub salt. Yeah. I just, you know, so, some, some errors that now I can, at least I'm like, Oh, I'm not even the worst. This is awesome. <laughs> I'm not literally yeah. the worst, but um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it, it gets so scary though. Like you watch, you watch the guild officers, you know, like just deploy one character at a time to get up to like, we're, yep. ten, we're 10 points away and we're like, you're you're one sleepy uh, like delinquent ga or right. uh, like one one sleepy delinquent uh, guild member away from just total disaster <laughs> i've a man i've had to do that in the past and i'd be doing it at like if it switched over you know at two o'clock at 158 and a half i was preloading it i was like there's still going to be some asshole that comes in here with a minute and a half left and messes it up <laughs> Damn it. Um because it happens. People don't read the giant do not signs on you know the territory and they don't read the giant words in Discord where they were tagged and the giant thing, you know, banner in the chat that says don't deploy, and they're yeah. just like do 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 I'm gonna do my TB TB now so I don't get tagged. <laughs> yep. Oh shit, I need to <laughs> I need to do my attacks. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, anyway. Um, yeah. yeah. So this this let's talk about this upcoming three v three a little bit because you know it sure. literally starts now. Um, the signups are now. But with Vader being gone and not doing the whole solo thing we are going to lose a lot of easy counters. Like there were, there were some hard counters that we had, you know, there was the whole Ray dash, like we talked about. And obviously mm -hmm. Lord Vader was a nightmare, but we're losing a lot of our easy counters. Like Darth Vader soloed every SK team out there, or if he didn't solo it, it was Darth Vader in an auto taunt to avoid like a cooldown increase or something. Um, what, what counter are you, sad to see go now that set four is gone um you know uh, i'm i'm sad because dash doesn't just murder uh, like a lot of things i think that that's the big like so he killed like jedi master luke he killed 
uh i mean he killed any number of things i guess <laughs> like, like if there was an ad red team that was inconvenient you could you could take him out like the, you know dash just just solved all your problems kind of he just let you coast into yeah you know like this feeling of this warm sense of security and happiness and joy and he's uh he's not there anymore i'm, I'm gonna miss that and then of course i'll miss the i'll miss darth vader killing star killer like I, I suppose especially for my for my alts like those are the two that i'm gonna miss the most because yeah like so, someone just like missed the memo to like they didn't send it to kyber 2 that <laughs> the star killer gets killed by darth vader just like so easy <laughs> like they right kyber 2 didn't get that memo and so i i must have killed like we had two we had two rounds of 3v3 in set four i probably killed like 17 or 18 star killers with darth vader yeah i that that one's probably my biggest I'm gonna miss it. Cause now I have to go back and remember how I kill Starkiller. Like it's been four months <laughs> of Vader just going in and be like, look at me, I'm soloing. Like I have to remember how to kill Starkiller now. Um so that <laughs> yeah. that one I have to I'm gonna miss um a lot. And I'm also gonna miss how easy EP Starkiller was to kill Ray. Um because it was literally just like go in, and as long as they don't have JTR, it's just Marge Age, just like toss a grenade, toss a grenade, toss a grenade until I you know. get them all into damage immunity. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that that's gone now. Um, <laughs> I mean, I will miss that a little bit, honestly. Like I, I always, I said it almost every stream of like, this is so dumb, it's so dumb. Oh, like I'm using it, so it's, but it's dumb. Yeah. Uh, and yet I will kind of like I'll always miss an easy button. Having that available is nice, you know? Right. It is. And you know what? It let me well, not play with fear. Fear is not the right word, but I would go into a back zone and I would even if I used four G all four of my GLs on the front, I'd be like, I'm going into the back zone and I still have Vader and I still have um I still have Star Killer. Like, right. It's going to take three super teams in the back to stop me. Um, so it was nice to have that security blanket. Now I'm going to have to figure out what the new security blanket is. Because uh, I don't even know what the original counters are, uh, let alone what my backup counters are going to be. Well, like, like Hondo may end up being the answer to a lot of problems, but I doubt that. I doubt that his fights are going to be stress free. I bet it's going to be like, oh, I've made one misstep. Damn it all, I lost. Like, right. I am not counting on Hondo to beat GLs. Um, <laughs> I think that's that's like by design. His kit should be by design. He's just not. <laughs> the Phoenix right. Squadron couldn't rely on him, and neither can we. <laughs> <laughs> but I am. I am counting on on Hondo for the you open up the back zone and there's a tough B team and you're just like okay hondo go do go do your thing um right. kind of like wampa where we've evolved a little past wampa at this point but sometimes you just open up the back zone and wampa's there and you're or a team that can be wampa is back there and you're like okay there's there's an easy button for that team i have four right. more left to go now yeah, or even if it's not, even if it's like a really well modded Iden team with with a really thick stormtrooper yeah. or whatever, like yeah, at the very least you see it and you say, well, Wampa might not work there, but 
that's an option. If I, if all my other good teams are tied up, like we we have a we have a button that we can push that's like probably win, maybe not. Like it's right. nice to it gives you an option. It gives you a way out. And for me, a lot of my I mean, if you watch my messy streams, some of the times I'm I'm just like, all right, the next the, like the the next three fights are gonna be super sketch because we only have like you know moderate counters to beat. <laughs> like, but yeah. Who knows? We'll probably fail at least one of these three, uh, you know, and that's, you know, it, to me, I, I like living on that edge. But but Hondo really strikes me as that guy who's like, well, I guess we could try Hondo. Right, right. I and I also need I'm going to spend the season learning his kit. Because um, I mean, I know the basics of it. Like, I know generally mm-hmm. how it works, but now I'm going to have to learn how to use it and how to make him not escape immediately i did the smuggler we had the smuggler run one event today and i went in both times just with like the auto picked team because this event it really doesn't matter um Mm -hmm. and hondo was on the team both times i got to wave three i'm like where'd hondo go there's no way these g11s killed him and i was like oh his kit made him (laughs) escape didn't it (laughs) yeah that that happened to me that exact thing happened to me too (laughs) actually yeah, he he just um though I think you're going to be spoiled this time because if you have the Datacron, he's going to start with nine stacks once he does a basic, I think, something right. like that. So yeah, and he only escapes if he has less than ten, I think. So oh, is, is that is that what it is? Yeah, because so he, you you open up with the basic and you're safe, right? Or uh, if he does an assist, or yeah, I think it's going to be way easier to not. Right. Who's um hmm. who? I need to think of a... Actually, does the Kron say on his turn? I don't remember now. I should look. Because um, that is that is actually an important thing. So if you ransom someone and then you kill them while they're ransomed, like while they have that debuff, like it sets yeah. their speed to zero. They can't move. It's like being fractured, kind of. Yeah. Um, It sets their speed to zero while they're being ransomed. If you kill them as well while they're being ransomed, then he runs away with them. Gotcha. So don't ransom the tank immediately. And right. it is whenever he uses a basic. So who gives counterattack on their leadership? I need to think about that now. So I think I'm going to try with Kira first because she can call an assist right away. That's okay. That's fair. That's that's not a bad idea. Um, it's actually a good idea. Uh I mean, I, I don't know if it's going to work great, but that's that's the initial plan. Right, right. I mean, this first week is really going to be trying to figure out what works and what didn't work. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward. Like, I think I think that's going to be the most entertaining part of of three v three for me, at least initially, is watching various people try to figure out hondo because there's there's a lot of question marks that that's probably that's right that's one of my most frequently asked questions for people is you know like how are you going to use hondo what are you going to do with him and i'm like well i have a framework of kind of what i want to do but i haven't seen that many like successful attempts with him doing anything crazy impressive but then every once in a while i'm like oh that guy killed malgus with him damn right so yeah and the malgus was partial partially due to evasion but now, when Hondo hits 10 stacks, he's crit immune. So now his opening turn, if he's the weakest character, he's going to be crit immune. 
or if you use like Kira calling the assist or whatever it is. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm, yeah, I need to figure out if I can get him counter attack as well. I don't know if I can. I'm trying to remember. I think when he's ransomed, he might have it. I... Uh, yeah, I, I need to learn to kit. Like, I know the only leader I can think of that gives counterattack is CLS, but that's for Rebels only. Um, Embo? Give, I mean, not, not that you want to give... I, I, I don't know if that's just Bounty Hunters. Or I, th I, I think that might just be Bounty Hunters. Probably. I've, Embo is like my biggest fight right now in the world. <laughs> um, I'm gonna laugh when you gear up Embo for your Hondo team. It'll be the most strange thing <laughs> people would be like oh yeah he's really good on the java squad and you're like uh use him with that hondo <laughs> um oh yeah embo is it's bounty hunters only or the counter attack okay yeah but i i don't know we're we're gonna see we're, we'll see here's here's a good idea um because you're gonna start i mean she's gonna start with the the turn meter if you well, no, because you need the dark side on that team because Hondo isn't dark side. I don't oh, know. That's true. We'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> I need to put a lot of thought into that. Luckily, I don't need to think about that until Wednesday because that's an attack team. Um, God, I, I have so much work to do tomorrow trying to figure out what these defenses are going to be. Cause I, I mean, we're relearning like everything from last 3v3. I mean, everything's different, man. It, yeah. The whole landscape is is just very changed because, like, like Lord Vader is going to be split off. Like, we're going to live in a world where Candorus is actually accomplishing things. Um, you know, HK is accomplishing things. IPD is like there's a, there's all sorts of just mayhem right. abroad. So I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it. H hitting that reset button. I I did find three v three toward the end of last season to be pretty oppressive. Actually, less three v three just because yeah. It just, you know, people started putting Dash with Ray, and I mean, that it makes sense. I'm not really mad about that. It just, it annoyed me. And right. I, I think the thing that annoyed me the most were the various Tarkin comps. Honestly, <laughs> like, I, I get it. I don't, I don't blame people for using it, but I, I only used it like once or twice because I, I just felt dirty every time. I'm like, this is, there's no way that this is ever what they wanted to do with this. Right. Like, it's just such a mess. And like, there, there was more and more Tarkin comps as as things went through. It was like, oh yeah, there's like a stealth debuff to armor that that you get if you yeah. use the Tarkin. And I'm like, I didn't know that. That's so weird. You know, like my stream had to teach me how to do it. I felt it was like embarrassing. I was like, I'm supposed <laughs> to know the comps, not you guys. But uh, you know, <laughs> it was just like Tarkin's doing his little dance the whole time. And yeah, all right, I guess this is what we have to put up with. You know. I and I got tired of getting deleted by that team sometimes too. I'm like, that's fair. Yeah, uh, I, I just I'm glad I don't have to deal with that. Set four, set four is, it's sad, but uh, you know, it, it's I'm I'm like a survivor though. It's like I'm gonna have to tell stories about set four for a while <laughs> to finally to finally like overcome my my residual <laughs> trauma. <laughs> oh, remember how bad it was. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Move on, but don't don't forget. So. <laughs> oh man. God. I... Oh yeah. You, so you haven't farmed Sana yet, have you? No. No. 
yeah she you know i had to i had to light whale on her of course because she's not farmable but I, I don't even ever mod it i don't even know how to mod her i'm like i don't know what you're doing yeah yeah that's fair yeah we're gonna see a bunch of sauna teams no clue i don't know in 3v3 like that feels like a very much a more 5v5 team to me it might be. I think also, though, in 5v5, like, you start seeing some really weak points that you can exploit, like Bad Batch. Just just tip oh. it over. Yeah, know? well, the problem is Bad Batch kills that and Radis, And I, I saw both of those teams on defense, like, more times than I know how to count um, last season. Because everyone would place, like, four GLs and Malgus and Gas in the front. And then you open up the back, and it was, like, Radis, Santa, and one other team that you're just like oh i only have one bad batch with me i know <laughs> like the uh, the disaster of disasters would be if if at some point someone developed a bad batch counter to a gl and we started yeah. using that and then we get to the back <laughs> zone and we're like where's my bad batch I right mean, right i ended up like using jedanet revan on either radis or santa like every single time because obviously bad batch can only counter one of them it's like Man, I'm wasting a Jedi Knight Revan on you, but I don't want to put in the thought of what else is going to beat you. So here we go. Just mark and die. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I I love the easy button bad batch. I'm I'm considering yeah. again putting like the, the shock squad with Echo and Tech. Mm-hmm. It is the superior shock T ver- like that that's the yeah. best 3v3 version yeah. on defense, but but man, it's like then you don't have bad batch for offense, even in threes. It's, it's <laughs> right. just such a nice, nice little crutch to have. I, I don't know what I'm gonna do exactly with that. Yeah, yeah. I man, I got this three v three, and plus we've added like three new five v five teams worth of characters, or at least it feels that way. And now we're gonna open up this three v three and only use ninety characters total, and we're gonna be like, man, all my all these characters aren't going to get used. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they added so many squads and it's taken so much effort to really integrate them and all. But but now that I'm, I finally, I have Afra and, you know, now I yeah. have Afra and I have Sana because I farmed Afra, um, uh, you know, as, right. as a byproduct. And then uh, I also have this Hondo team and now I have Jabba as well, of course. And we have, we have all these things and, I just suddenly I have too many teams, kind of like we we right. do we do kind of need a, a GAC expansion, but I just don't know how much. It just seems like it's going to take too much time. Right. Yeah. It's it just in getting Afra, you farmed three new teams, and in three v three we don't need three new teams. Like we right. just don't. Um, because I was already last last 3v3, and I most people, not just me, were like, you'd get through the 3v3 board, you placed what you thought was a strong defense. And actually, I was barely cleared last 3v3. And so it was a strong enough defense, plus I was full clearing. And I was looking at what was left over, and I was like, I didn't use you. You're such a good character, though. You know? Um yeah, you so, feel guilty. You're like, right. I don't, I don't know what to say, Jedi Revan. Like, you should have been used, <laughs> but I just didn't, didn't need you this time. Like, yeah, it's and it's like, I could have placed a tougher defense, and then you look at the defense, you're like, how do? But I couldn't. It's just 
like not 3v3. responsibly <laughs> right right 3v3 is such a weird thing right now and it because i don't want a bigger board like that's the thing i don't want a bigger board um just because of the time commitment like, especially now that tb is a huge time commitment conquest you have to if you want to keep up at the top you have to farm for two weeks straight like i've been farming pretty conquest pretty much this entire podcast even though i've already read boxed yesterday um oh, like, nice. I, I don't i don't want an expansion of the gac board even though we probably need an expansion of the gac board and it's frustrating me yeah i mean I, th I think we could handle one more expansion of the GAC board, you know, to, to have one more. I don't I don't even know how impactful it would be. Like, if they add to only four teams for 3v3, like, I'm already there. I'm good to go, right. at least on my main. Like, I, I just, like you said, I just added three teams just for farming Afra. Yeah. You know, like, to, to have a real impact, like, that, they'd have to add, we I don't know. We need 20. Right, I I don't want to, I don't want to piss people off here, but, but yeah, like, add 10 or something like that on D, like, right. yeah, it, and maybe that would be too much of a stretch, but then it would also just take so much longer to do 10 more battles every single right. time. Like it's, it's just, it's oppressive. And I don't think that that's, uh, unless they, they have to come up with something, I guess maybe we could expand one more time. Maybe we could all collectively adjust to it, but then they, they have to come up with a solution for expanding our roster size and right. also being able to like, I don't know if Datacrons just need to get, I can't even say this. Like they have to get more extreme. They can't. <laughs> that, that'll just make everyone angry. But if we can, if we can make it so that certain things are just kind of excluded, it's like, well, I'm just not even using Ray at all. This, this, right? GP. Like that, that'll suck for some people. It's like that's my only GL. So yeah, I, I don't know how that could be a how that could actually be a solution. But so, something where it's like, well. There's some obvious choices. You have to use this meta, but then I don't want it to be too prescriptive. It's just right. I I can't see a good solution. I I hope the people who get paid to come up with solutions for this game come up with something good. <laughs> I will believe it when I see it. Um, but yeah, we need we need something. Um, and we need something in TW too. Like that's this is the problem. We need something in TW and GAC. I. We're not going to get both. Um, we just, you know, we're not. Uh, newsflash. And so uh, the question is, where, what do we get? Um, and I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know. Yeah, me either. I mean, so th there's like this conspiracy theory going around right now where, um, you know, we, we're all getting squished out of Kyber 1. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, you and I are both at the lowest uh, level that we've had for skill rating, like basically ever since since the start for like a year, right. and you know, like we're we're all circling the drain. All all the people who spend all the money, all the people who don't spend, uh, like everyone in Kyber One is just slowly getting pushed out. Yeah. It's not even that slow. Like I, I, we don't have that many more seasons. Like if I, if we have three more seasons where I get where I lose this much, I'll be in Kyber Two. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, so. But and we're we're in the top two hundred. We're right. higher than the top two hundred. Like it's yeah, right, real close to the top one hundred, if not past that. Like right, yeah, we're we're right there. And so it's it's to me, it's so ridiculous that we, you know, we're gonna get pushed out. But the you know, like the conspiracy theory is like, well, maybe they'll get us down to like five hundred players or something, and then they'll increase the number of squads for just that 
that select right. group or something, which I don't know how I'd feel about that. I'm like, you know, if you can't, if you can just keep it from condemning all these other people, uh, you know, for, in Kyber 2 and lower, the, yeah. that's the majority of the player base. Everyone's happy with the smaller squad numbers. And then once you get right. to, to the top 500, then it's go time. Like you have a ton more squads. I might be okay with that. I don't know. Um, man, I, I don't know. I maybe like it makes sense that you limit the higher number of squads to just the 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 like tippy top of the division uh, divisions like that. I have no problem with that. I think Kyber one only being five hundred people is way too big of a problem like it's you know they i'm sure some bean counter somewhere will say people are going to spend more to get to kyber one but the truth is i don't think they do like maybe if like if there's 500 people in kyber one the people between 500 and 1000 might but you've just spurned you know 5000 people that are going to be like, well, now Kyber one isn't achievable. I'm not a top 500 player. I don't have a top right. 500 account. Like, screw it. Um. So, I, I, I don't think like, God, it's you know it, the funny thing is hearing the people that are like CG is asleep at the wheel with it, and then other people are like, no, no, CG knows exactly what's going on, hmm. and I can right. believe both arguments. <laughs> yeah, they both honestly. They're, you're like, yeah, I guess that's plausible. Sure. Right. Right. <laughs> um. So I, I, I honestly believe both, and we'll see. I, I don't know. I. If they don't do something, though, what I think we should be below two thousand people in Kyber One this time by like a long shot. Is it? Uh, yeah, I, I think. We are, I think the March, the March GAC, or is it February? We're gonna we're gonna be really close because we're at like two thousand. We were at basically two thousand for last GAC. So, if we lose another five hundred people this time, and then five hundred more people in February, Kyber One could be under a thousand. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's got like if they don't do anything, then we're just going to be scooted out. And I, I just don't see the purpose, frankly. Like a lot of people are just feeling upset about it. Yeah. I, right. I, don't, I don't know. Like it, people are like, oh, yeah, well, I tried my hardest and I couldn't get there. So I guess I should just stay, take stop taking GAC seriously. I'm like, well, d- like, don't take it seriously unless you want, want to. But I, I don't know. Just because they gave you that squish, like people are saying, like, oh yeah, then then CG hands me like three losses in a row or something like that. I'm like, that that's yeah. really not exactly. That's not what happens, really. Like your your relative placement in the community is still the exact same. It's just we're we're all just getting pushed out of Kyber One. So I guess it, the question would be how how much significance do people actually put on Kyber One? Right. And I think they put a lot less. <laughs> like I, I think yeah. honestly what's gonna happen is GAC is just going to be a thing and we're gonna see a lot less people trying at it. Um uh, I mean we've already kind of seen that, right? So 
Oh, this is definitely contributing to that feeling. People are like, well, I shouldn't even try because I wanted to be in Kyber 1. I can't be. CG says I'm a Kyber 2 player, I guess. I'll just accept that. And, you know, like Kyber 2 is just the new Kyber 1 in a lot of ways. Right, but it it doesn't have the shiny name. And that's their, like, optics are huge. You know, it's, it's the reason why when you go to buy something, it's like, $9.99 uh, because Mm -hmm. $10 sounds too much. And it's the same thing with this. Like Kyber one makes people feel like it's an accomplishment. And even though nothing changed, Kyber two just doesn't feel the same. Um, So if you're squishing people out of Kyber one, you're kind of telling them, sorry, you're, you're just not as good, even though literally nothing changed. Well, that's exactly it. Like there's, there is, but it feels bad. And and, and this business isn't here just because everything is rational. Like people actually go off of feelings. Like it's a game that people are trying to enjoy, you know, they de-stress with it. And if it, if it's causing them stress, why, why would they put up with it? You know? Right. Right. Exactly. So I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully with their first update, they come out and say, we saw what's happening guys. We're going to fix it though. I don't, I'm not holding my breath on that one. I mean, Honestly, like I, I've always been frustrated with the idea. Like, there's certain content creators who are say who say things like, oh, "Well, CG got this thing right. What took so long?" And I've always kind of hated that attitude. Frankly, like, why didn't you fix yeah. it earlier? In this case, I'm like, you guys have seen it coming for months. Like, they've had a they've right. had months and months to actually correct it, and it can't be that big of an issue. Like, it's just like if they wanted to fix it you'd think they'd have done it by now. So it would be nice if they just told us like, hey, our definition of Kyber 1 is shifting to such and such. Just let us know. And then people will be like, oh, okay. Well, CG doesn't think I'm a bad person for being in Kyber 2. I guess I'll just (laughs) accept it. Right. Yeah. Um, Oh, CG. What a mess. Um, I am. I am very, very curious to see where we're at in two months (laughs) i mean the funny thing i I don't i don't really care you know like i i care more about what people are you know if they know if everyone just quits gac because they feel sad i guess but but otherwise i mean it doesn't change anything really it changes our a a very small amount of crystal income i guess um which i mean I, i guess it can add up i just we'll see we'll see what cg has has to say about it because at some point Someone's gonna look and be like, "Why isn't there anyone anyone in Kyber One?" <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know, sir. <laughs> you, you, th- you think I play this game? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, jerks. Uh, I yeah. I I don't know. I but I am. So actually, I've seen a couple times today uh, people that have said in chats that I'm in, I'm conflicted because Dodge is gone, so it's time to care again. But it's 3v3, so should I? <laughs> um, uh, and, and that makes me laugh uh, because you know I know a lot. I know a lot of people that do the whole "all right, I'm going to take 3v3 off" type thing, and. They don't take it off off. Just they don't, you know, spend as much time on it. And so right. it's funny to see them be like, yeah, I think, you know, I don't think I'm going to uh, try that hard this time. 
but Dodge is gone, so I'm excited to try hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, actually, it was interesting. I think uh, was it Taliana who said that like last season they had we had as many people join GAC as we did before Datacrons. I saw that. Yeah. Which yeah. I, I thought that was really interesting. Like, I feel like it's territory battles have gotten people kind of pumped up a little bit. Um, I agree. Yeah, I, I think. And we see this anytime they come out with a new game mode where there's there's excitement for the game. Um, yeah. Well, and hopefully, hopefully it lasts. Like, truly, 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 hopefully it lasts. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I hope it I hope it does. Um see do we have podcast questions we do we do um all right so let's see because there was one that was actually here that would fit in sort of uh nope 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 okay uh suppose gac had a much smaller board perhaps only four squads and one fleet but allowed you to use each unit only once per week so if you use job on match one, you can't use job on match two or three. Uh, who would be happier, Gaman Solo because their matches are shorter, or Zareth because he gets to take the ugly slugfest to a whole new level? <laughs> Jeez, what a what a question! I you know what I think it's interesting, but I would hate it. Um. I, I wouldn't like that because then you wouldn't, you know, like there would no be, there would be no point to Omicrons because you'd only use them one, what, four times total per week. Um, you know, I, True. I, I, I wouldn't like that, but I would like the shorter battles. That's, that's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess there's good and bad. Like you said, the Omicron thing, like, so I don't think they're going to be able to do that, but right. I mean, it would, it would change the strategy a lot. It would also be like, well, sometimes, sometimes you just get the short end of the stick where someone's like, I'm going all out on, I mean, I think, I think you and I would get the short end of the stick too, because people are like, yeah. I don't want to lose to the internet guy. So I'm going to just blow him out. I'm going to use every good team yeah. possible. You know, no holding back, and that that could happen three times in a row because it's three different people, and they're all like, "Oh yeah, Zara's in the pod. Damn, I guess I better, <laughs> you know, uh, better yeah. save everything for that." And, uh, you know, I I think I think it could lead to some pretty lopsided, weird matches where you someone's like they spend everything to get to the finals, and then they have nothing left, and you just right. win by default. Like it wouldn't wouldn't be that interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, that yeah. Yeah, that that absolutely would happen. Or the people that are like, "All right, I just need one win this win this week," um, you know, and so they go all hard for the first one, and then have nothing left for the next two. Um, yeah, I think it. I think it would be really interesting if it was an additional game mode. Um, yeah. But, yeah, yeah it, could, it could be interesting. Yeah, I mean, that wouldn't take that much time, I guess. Like, unless the prizes were crazy, you could just spend a couple minutes to throw some defenses on and move forward. Yeah, right. Don't give it much thought. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, and that's, well, except for it would be a lot more thought because you'd have to think about it. Just, you'd have to modify your defenses every single time. Um, all right, that's anyway. True. 
we talked about this a little bit on the round table, but that was a four hour a four hour event. So if people didn't hear it, that's <laughs> we can talk okay. about it again. Mm-hmm. Has there been a consensus or at least an analysis showing what we should be buying with the GET three? Um, I mean, there hasn't been actually. Uh there's been a lot of math shown and I think yeah. the interesting distinction is that if you just go by pure salvage, then the Girda keypads are actually the better deal. But if you go by crystal costs, then Girda are one of the worst and everything else is the best. Kind of thing. Right. Yeah. I, I, I've seen a uh a lot of people say that they're buying Kairos, and I completely understand that. It's so it's very roster dependent. So I don't need Kairos, but I need impulse detectors. So even though it's less efficient, you know, when compared to crystals or even the salvage, like you said, even though it's less efficient, it's better for my roster. So that's what I'm doing. Um, and I think that's what all people should be doing. Like, do you need the keypads? If you do, buy some. Do you need the Kairos? Yeah. If you need, if you do, buy some do you need impulse detectors like this is i've also seen a lot of people saying that they're going to hoard to the max and then start buying and it's like cg this set this is these rewards are designed for you to just spend them like that's what cg wants you to do um right so i you know that's what i'm doing i'm spending um (laughs) but and it's it's completely completely what your roster needs you know there's there i think if you break it down by crystal the difference between like the kairos and the least efficient thing is a total of uh like 17 crystals per whatever that is so it's it's not we're not talking like huge differences here uh so get what you need yeah, I agree. And I, honestly, that, that includes Omicrons if you're just desperate for them. Um, it's the only place you can buy them right now. The only place you can get them. We have no other comparison other than we, we barely get any Omicrons anyways. So, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if it's a winning strategy to long-term be buying Omicrons. You'll only be getting like two per year or something. But, I mean, as your guild improves in TB, you'll also be getting more gt3 so you, you might be able to get you know so we get three a year at some point right. so I, I don't know I, I don't think there's a wrong answer for gt3 i think i think if there is one that that's like slightly worse it at least for, to my perception it would be the um the attenuators because they, they don't actually advance your like that they, they help your mods and i i obviously i think mods are really important i also think that they're the only things that you can purchase that you potentially get nothing for as, as a result <laughs> like you know and, and you're also yeah. getting a, a pretty decent number of them through other means if you're farming them so i, I feel like that one is is the one that i'm like uh, i'm tempted every time because it's a low price point but at the same time i think that that's the one i i would typically stay away from i, I don't know it's just my take on it my it's hot like, take i can tell you a lot of people in my guild are only buying the attenuators oh okay good for uh, them because they don't need the Kairos because they're like us and in, in the same spot. And then they don't need the impulse detectors or uh, the uh, Gerda keypads because they just bought them. So the attenuators are the only thing that makes sense to them. <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah. Uh, all right. Would the game be better or worse if players could optimize move for characters? I.e., if there was an option to go into the game and set it so character A always uses the third special first on defense, um, like Savage only uses the big hit if the target is under 60% right. health, etc. Do you think that would make the game better or worse? I think it'd make it substantially worse. Yeah, I 100% agree. Like uh, there, there's some there's some points that it's like yeah okay like that I could see the appeal of it you know like it you watch a video of your team just getting blown away because your your stupid Kylo d- decided to poke instead of swipe like all you had to do was swipe and you win you idiot right you know? uh, but on the other hand like <laughs> the some of the reason this game is so successful is that on offense like uh, people don't have a lot of problem with as long as things are easy on offense uh, like it, it's when those teams are just bastards on defense that the people get really upset and they get to get so tilted and you you get so optimized and so scripted that you know like you just you you'd have people like writing these these things and they're like okay copy exactly what i put down and people right. are on youtube copying it and then they just blow away all their opposition i i I don't know. I I think it would be miserable as hell, frankly. Not to mention, you don't know what they're gonna like. Part of the fun is the predictability of uh, you know of what right. what your opponent's gonna do. I have been saying since GAC came out, you don't want smarter AI on defense. Like you just don't, because some of these, t- if you are out modded to to punch up, you need to know what the other team is gonna do when you go in for a counter. Um, the only way to beat a team that you're outmodded on or that you have like a five, you know, a 50% chance of beating is to know what's coming. And people don't like to lose. Like if, if you're in your game and you just lose every single time because you can't beat one team on defense, people right. are going to stop playing the game. Um, so I, I think it would, you know, there, there's a part of you that in the back of your head, you're like, haha, I'm going to make my defense team unbeatable. I'm going to screw everybody. And mm-hmm. everybody's going to have that mindset and everybody's going to be screwed. Um, so I, mean, I, I don't think it would help. I think it's also, it's a microcosm of or, or like the dodge mechanic that they added with, via Datacrons. Like that, that's kind of a microcosm of, of what people would, would be experiencing. It's like, okay, um, you know, I'm going to select for my defense to not be able to be hit. You yeah. know, and your right. opponent's just like, oh, I don't know how to beat that. I guess I lose, you know? <laughs> right. Right. Um, okay. Next question. So isn't being able to sort characters by missing mods one of the key upgrades of this past year? And as a follow-up, and wouldn't being able to sort based on relic level be the best upgrade for this year? And so... The a lot of people actually don't know about the missing mods filter. It kind of snuck in when they did the whole mod, you know, system rework. Um, but it is a fantastic upgrade. It it is. I don't know if I would put it as the best upgrade of the year, but it is such a a time saver. Um, what about you? Did do you use it? I don't actually. Yeah. I I do. Um I, I do it like if you if you sit down and do a big remod, like I just 
did a whole big remod for TW because obviously set four died and set six is alive. So we did, you know, we're changing our modding for the next four months. Um, and so when you do that, your characters, sometimes you take mods off a character and just forget to replace it. And so if you don't know how, if you go into the, just the, you know, the character screen and you go to, on the left, you can filter by faction. On the right, you can filter by things like speed, gear level, gear tier, power, health, and stuff. In that in that drop-down menu is an empty mod slot filter, and it shows you everyone that's missing mods. And it's, it is a damn useful tool, um, especially like before you sign up for GAC, you just filter that. They used to have a bot for it. Uh, I, th I think, was it 3PO bot? One of the bots did a mod check for yeah. you. Mm -hmm. um, now you can just go in game and do it. And it's like, oh, look at this. Captain Han is missing a triangle. It's 3v3. I don't care. Uh, or you give him a triangle. So <laughs> I, I just um, did it on mine and it has Sana at the very front. <laughs> she has oh, no mods. Mine, <laughs> it, it, it was, I, I just did this yesterday because of the remod. So it was Sana on mine too. She's the only character on my roster that doesn't have mods assigned. Um, <laughs> Sad. Uh, it, yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's a fantastic feature. And if they did by Relic level two, that would be less useful to me than the missing mods one. But it, I think that would be a good addition as well. Yeah, I mean, so you're right. I mean, sort by sort by relic level would be nice, uh, for sure. I mean, you can you can also like so sorting by rarity doesn't work, but you can get yeah. a quasi. It's it's not a perfect, but you can get a quasi sort by just straight up power. Yeah, um, and that that'll that'll sort by, you know, roughly by relic levels because relic nines are typically going to be higher on the list. It's not it's not perfect, right. like I said. Yeah. Um, you know, like my Relic 7 Grand Inquisitor is in front of my Relic 8 Grievous, for instance. But um, I don't know. It, it's, it, yeah, sure, that would be a nice sword. I, I wouldn't say that that's too amazing. I think yeah, I'd rather have one that sorted by added speed. Instead of just speed itself, I'd rather have it sort by added okay. speed. Yeah, that, that would be a good one, too. I Because I remember, God, this is going back years now. I'd like watch uh, Fort Mort when he'd do it. He'd be like, oh, who are your top 10 fastest characters? And I was like, yeah, that's less important to me than who has the plus 150 sets. Um, right. Who who are the, Who's your opponent paying attention to mod-wise? Right. Um, prioritizing. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, the, the missing mods one I use every time I remod. And I have, I have definitely enjoyed it. Um, so that's, a, like I said, it might not be my, what I consider the best addition this year to the game, but it's, it's definitely one I use frequently. Um, all right. The last podcast question with the right help, would you consider starting a Gambit guild to take on existing gauntlet guilds? And then as a joke, <laughs> follow up based on the round table. What about if you have alpha in the guild name and that helps and that help is Ando. <laughs> I think Ando would say no to that. Um, yeah, Ando but, doesn't want any part of that. <laughs> um, I, you know, obviously I, I'm not going to leave 
by my current gauntlet guild mainly because i am just a voice in the war room not the one leading the war room um i would love to see seven more gauntlet guilds in the game i just don't want to be the one that leads it that's uh, right. i i think you know the I would love, we've talked about before how I would love like a ladder system for TW. That way, the people that want to have the competitive matches get the competitive matches, and the people that don't want to have the competitive matches are matched up with people that also don't want competitive matches. Um, I would love for there to be a competitive match every single time we go. Um, And uh, Brill, the, the problem isn't the top guilds breaking up their GP. Like, I mean, Kaw and Maw have absurd GP. Nobody's ever going to catch them. But like this, so fun fact, perfect timing for this question, actually, because recently two of the Shadowland guilds, there's a whole bunch of drama and they broke up and then they merged together. Um, our entire rotation for the gauntlet got thrown off this time because two or three guilds joined with full GP when they normally don't join with full GP. Um, And so it messed up the entire rotation. So the gauntlet guilds have the GP like they're the guild that we thought we were going to get matched up against this time. They have 48 Jabba's in the guild. They have higher GP than us and you know, they just, even though they are quote-unquote TW competitive, they sit two to four people every single time, including this time, and so they miss out on all the gauntlet guilds um, so that they can go, like, something stupid, like 88 and 4. I think they brag their record is. Um, so the gauntlet doesn't require Kaw and Maw to drop GP or split up their GP. It just requires guilds with the GP wanting to do TW, which is a completely different discussion. I don't think everybody wants to do TW. I don't think everybody should do TW. I don't think casual guilds that sit people um, are sandbagging. That's not that's not sandbagging. That's called playing the game how you want. Um, but I, I I do wish that more guilds were involved in the gauntlet because competition is what makes it fun. And I will not be leading that guild. Yeah, I mean, I I feel similar about about GAC. I I want that that competition. I territory wars. It, it's just um, it, this game is is it like they need to address the the growing rift between like like you say the gauntlet guilds who like every every player on those gauntlet guilds have the really key really awesome territory battle or sorry territory war omicrons and the the other guilds who can't compete with them see very little incentive to if they're in that high of a level like we're like hot ski patrol could if we wanted to have all 50 join we could get paired with you guys but you know like that that would happen we have right i don't know who has higher gp but we're we're close one way or another like we're close enough that like we would be a gauntlet guild if we if we you're, chose to yeah you're higher than us i know that Right. Well, I mean, not not by too much, but yeah, like exactly. Like we could we could compete with all these guys, but couldn't actually compete. We'd we just go get killed. Like we just we just <laughs> right. wander into a slaughter every single match because uh, there's no incentive right now. Like even if we if it, even if there was no skill gap uh, there, which I mean for PvP there absolutely would be because there's a lot of people who don't want to focus on PvP. But even if there wasn't, 
our our material uh you know uh, being able to use omicrons you guys have all the stuff that and we don't it would take months and months and months for us to catch up and by the time we did i i don't know if it would be worth it i i don't know if maybe it would i don't know if we could catch up though frankly like it, you guys have been applying these omicrons like crazy for a whole year uh, like we'd have to do that for if we wanted to catch up it would take a couple years probably so uh, you know there's and you know we're we're probably I'm, my guild is one of the few guilds who could actually you know step up and actually could like try <laughs> to compete so i i don't know what the answer is uh, you know it's a lot of work to face gauntlet guilds like there's it, there's a lot a lot of stuff that goes into it as well it's not just like oh hi gp and some omicrons let's go it's also like how do we not 19 every single uh, uh every single squad in the zone we have to get 20s every time you know like yeah. paying attention to that level of detail it's very very tough so it, it is the gaunt being in the gauntlet is more than just just gp you need people that actually are going to want to care and theory craft because like you said um so for a little while not for a little while for a long while i was helping or i was running tw with my alt between the various guilds that my alt was in and their favorite count like they would always be like, all right, we're going to do, you know, CWAT against Ray. And I'd be like, but you're losing 50 banners. And they're like, we don't care. We're going to one-shot the zone. I'm like, yeah, but you're losing 50 banners on, and you don't want to do that. And they're like, nah, we don't care. We're just going to, we're going to one-shot that zone. And then they're like, okay, we're going to use Supreme Leader Kylo against this team. But it, but you're losing four people every single time. And it's just Kylo surviving. Right. They're like, yeah, that's, that's what Kylo does. I'm like, but a 16 is basically a loss. A 16 is a 15. I mean, it's, it's one point right. away. Um, mm -hmm. And they're like, yeah, we don't care. We're going to one shot. It's just like, oh, okay. And it's like, you can't, you can't do that in the gauntlet. You can do that elsewhere. You can't do that right. in the gauntlet. Um, like, I mean, that, that was totally my approach when we were in our semi-casual guild. Right. Back before we joined any competitive guilds, like, that was just like one shot. If we can one shot everything, then we're good. Uh, and we never did, but like that was that was the goal. Like sixteen, good as a twenty. Like right, you know. Yeah. And we went on that crazy win streak. Like we, you, you can do it in the lower stuff. We had gauntlet guilds. It's like, it's funny when when you see a nineteen on there when someone's attacking. You're like, oh, right. That's, and that's unfortunate. <laughs> and sometimes, like sometimes, you're you're just gonna get nineteen. Like that's that's just what it is. Um, right. But oh, I'm trying to scroll back, and we talk way too much in our TW bot room when it should just be bots. Um, to to give an example of like the lost banners, like if you lose fifty each zone on the front two zones. Like you've already lost in in the gauntlet most of the time, unless you've set, you know, if you've set four GLs on defense, uh, there's going to be more wiggle room. But, um, right, like we, it's in the good matchups, not including fleet, because fleet, we just throw the two GET or the two mega fleets down, and nobody gets good banners on the fleets. It's just a um, mess, yeah. Like no zone usually has more than 20, 20 banners lost. Uh, so it, it, to to start a gauntlet guild, you need to be ready for that level of theorycraft and that level of instruction following. And if you can't do that level of instruction following, 
then you have to be set up for streaming, which thank God Playkill uh. does not do. Um, we we are very anti streaming, but if you want to win in the gauntlet, sometimes you you know some guilds have to do that because members aren't used to the team or they you know you can't afford. Um, it's it it it's a large commitment. That's why I would like a ladder system for TW because it's like we talked about on Friday night on the round tape. Like the non-competitive matches aren't fun. Like the people that are in the gauntlet and want to be in the gauntlet want a challenge. Yeah, I want to win twelve times out of tw- uh, out of the cycle, but I want a challenge. Like I want a good match when we get matched up like our, our our matchup today you know our opponent joined with 48 and still got us um <laughs> it's not gonna be fun like it, <laughs> we've basically considered it a tw off and that's that's not exciting um so anyway so we're not starting a gambit guild um we're not joining even if we did we would not be joining the gauntlet with it um I don't think people. I, I I probably lose a ton of subs on YouTube. People are like, "Man, Zareth's mean," because the amount of the amount of like, <laughs> "Hey, you gotta get your crap together. Like, stop messing around, bud." Right. <laughs> like, like, don't don't mess around. Like, we we're here. We're not here to have fun. Like, like, hurry up and gear this thing. Why, why don't you have this relic? What What are you doing with that Omicron? Like, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't be that nice. People would be like, "Can I look? Can you look at my roster?" I'm like, "No, I don't have time for you." Like, I, I don't know. I just don't. <laughs> I don't have time. And right, I guess I said with the pro- with the right help on here. I, I'm like, well, if someone could convince me that they could run a Gambit Guild, and I wouldn't even have to join it, <laughs> I could just like watch the the experiment. Then sure, <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it's funny because there's people in chat that have seen me during tw time when i'm the leader of tw and it's i get really angry um don't don't mess up my strategy i I spent time coming up with a strategy don't don't mess it up um yeah anyway anyway that's enough talk about angry solo um (laughs) (laughs) that's yeah uh, yeah i uh yeah that's all of our podcast questions Nice man. And good, good lord, two hours and ten minutes today. <laughs> we didn't even talk about any fights because there were none last time. I guess um, good thing. Yeah, right. So I guess it's probably a good time to call it a night. Yeah, we could call it, man. It's been yeah, it's been a while since we've uh, done a podcast, so it's good. <laughs> I know, I know. The holidays are over, so I'm back on normal scheduling very soon tax season starts with me which means mrs solo isn't going to be around at all so i'm going to be around even more yeah Um, (laughs) super available (laughs) yeah right (laughs) um yeah all right so thanks for joining us everyone everyone out there in podcast land it was good to have you um remember that evil sucks and that actually started when i was running running tw forum (laughs) (laughs) yeah guys Uh, don't be dicks um that probably cap that probably started when solo was being angry solo that that very (laughs) probably was thank you so much guys have fun in your gac rounds we'll be live uh on wednesday night yes sir wednesday night all right catch you later guys